get to the money. Welcome to another episode of Drinking After Dark, a podcast where we discuss random topics while having a few drinks. I'm your host, Darius, and as always, drink responsibly. And y'all make sure y'all follow Drinking After Dark podcast on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. And y'all make sure y'all hit that like and subscribe to Drinking After Dark podcast YouTube channel. Uh, Tonight, I'm drinking on uh, Crown Royal Vanilla mixed with root beer. How's everybody doing, man? I hope everybody is good, man. Uh, I hope you guys enjoying y'all week and everything. We're going to get into some topics today. So, um, man, we're going to get into it. But before then, just let y'all know, uh, new podcast episodes are available every Friday right here on YouTube. Or you can check it out on Spotify, Our Radio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You know, so go ahead and you know, check it out. Follow me on those platforms, man. Support, tell your friends and family about Drinking After Dark podcast, all right? All right, so uh, let's get into it. We got to talk about um, a big news that happened this week with uh, Lizzo, the talented Lizzo. Uh, She's in the news. Uh, She's being accused pretty much by her former dancers. Um, They were weight shamed and pressured while at a strip club. So let's get into it. So according to uh, NBC News, uh, three of Lizzo's former dancers have accused the singer of sexual harassment and creating a hostile work environment in a a lawsuit that was filed on a Tuesday. Uh, They also alleged that she pressured one of them to touch a new performer at an Amsterdam club and subjected the group subjected the group to an excruciating audition after leveling false accusations that they were drinking on the job. Um, Let me see. It's it's a lot going on here. Uh, What else it says? Also says the dancers accused Lizzo um, of calling attention to one dancer's weight gain and later berating the firing that dancer after she recorded a meeting because of a health condition. Oh, Lord, this is a lot going on right now. Um, And I think another one of. I think one of another. Source said that. If I remember correctly. Allegedly, Lizzo. Guess told the dancers. Let me see. Basically, all of this, you know, is coming from the dancers and everything like that. Um, 
accusing her of creating a hostile work environment, right? And um, let me see. One says accused of Lizzo sexual harassment. Um, I guess what it was, now this is according to TMZ. Real quick, according to TMZ, Let's see. Well, it's a, the title says showed interest in banana sex show. Um, I guess all of this happened. A lot of stuff is coming from being overseas. Um, I don't know how much is true, but okay, here it goes. It says that, uh, and this is on TMZ, so y'all can find this. So this is not coming from me. I'm just reading what's on TMZ. It's basically saying um, in her interview with 3FM DJ Frank Van Der Lind Lindy, I guess that's how you say it, Lizzo reveals her love for the live sex shows in Amsterdam, and she asked the host about the banana sex show where patrons eat bananas uh, out of sex performance vaginas. So I guess apparently... Um, she had one of her, uh, let me see. And this is also on TMZ, uh, saying that Lizzo's being sued by three of her former backup dancers who say they were sexually, uh, denigrated by Lizzo while on the job. All right. Um, It's a lot to unpack here. So there is a lawsuit by three former dancers, uh, basically of a hostile work environment. I'm going to just break this down. Um, the one I read from uh, Embassy News about the weight gain and everything like that. Um, Lizzo has been very outspoken about body positivity and everything of that nature, right? And she's getting on one of her dancers about her weight, which is kind of funny, though, because, you know, we've all seen Lizzo. There's been reports out there that she has been gaining weight herself. OK, now, if y'all remember back in the day, Monique, you know, she she stood up for the big girls. Right. We know if you uh, around my age, y'all remember the, you know, late 90s, you know, early mid 2000s. No, she was really for the big girls, right? But we've seen over the course of time, she lost weight. She looks great and everything. Uh, she probably had to, you know, based on doctor recommendations and everything like that. But she's still, you know, she's still, um, you know, she's still, you know, repped a big, you no, know, she is all about posi uh, body positivity with her, right? Um, and Lizzo became the face of that, but it seemed like she's using that and throwing it into somebody else's face, according to uh, what NBC News reported, how they had an argument. And of course, this dancer, I guess he had like some medical condition or something like that and basically fired her for a weight. But yet, you know, like I said, once again, it's been reports that Lizzo was actually gaining weight, not losing weight, right? 
I'm all for body uh, positivity as long as you're healthy. If you're not healthy, then you probably need to make some changes, right? Regardless what it is, whether it's, you know, if you're not eating right, not exercising, you know, I'm all for it. You know what I mean? But in a way, in that particular situation, it sounded like she was more of a hypocrite because, you know, you can't talk about somebody else's body weight when, you know, you have you no know, issues yourself, even though you're proud of, you know, who you are and everything like that. Still, you can't get on somebody else's about their weight when you don't have yours under control. OK, that just, you know, my opinion. So that's just out there. Now, the reports of these sexual acts, right? These alleged sexual acts that uh, she had a, a dancers doing and everything like that. If this is true, I don't know if this is true or not. It's all alleged. But if this is true, why would you subject your dancers to that? Right. You know, it's. I don't understand it. Like, why would you do it? Now, if you were a part of that yourself and it was like all y'all doing it, including you, then it's like in a way you could. I mean. But if you're not doing that, nobody said that you did it. You were doing that stuff. You subjected your dancers to do stuff like that. That is bad on so many levels. Right. And they have, um, you know, a lot of times you hear about um, artists, you know, uh, how can I, you hear about all these stories about women and these, you know, artists and things like that. But yet, you know, when you have a woman that's doing that with one of her dancers, you know, that's to me, it's not, it's not cool. I think it's wrong. You know, you were subject to your dances like that. Now, listen, if you like to go to live sex shows, that, hey, that's you. You like that stuff. That's what you want to uh, witness. You want to go see it live. Cool. If it's true about what they do over there in terms of, you know, um, participating in some sexual acts and things like that, you know, if that's what you like, that's what you like. But if somebody else is not into that, don't. Don't even ask them to be a part of that unless it was like, hey, this is my idea. This is what I want to do. And if that's the case, all right, that's what they want to do. But if that's something that you wanted to do, you could actually go with to some of your friends, right? You don't have to go with your dancers and subject your dancers to anything like that, making them feel uncomfortable, right? And, and a, a thing about this too is that we all know how allegations work when it comes to, you know, um, performers, right? Once those allegations are out there, it kind of sticks for a while, even if it's not true, people will still hold that against you, right? So this could be, it's bad news for Lizzo right now, because now when you're trying to hire dancers, you know, when you go on your tour and everything like that, a lot of them going to be like, nah, because I heard these stories. I don't want to be a part of that. Whatever, you know, sick games you got going on. I'm not down with that. And it's always seemed like the artists become assholes um, <laughs> when they really make it. It's like, why? 
you know, you want people to work with you, not work against you, right? It's like in um, Hollywood, once they label you too, uh, like if you're difficult to work with, that's basically you being blackballed in Hollywood. We have seen that many times. But when it comes to the music side of things, you know, they always say, you know, there ain't no such thing as bad publicity. Well, it has because that bad publicity can basically stick with you, even if it's not true. It will always stick with you and it's unfair. But, you know, when you have three of your dancers bringing this lawsuit, you know, yes, you might feel disappointed, but it's three of them. It ain't just one, right? It's three, right? So you might have singled these three dancers out, you know, in terms of a lawsuit. Um, you never know. It could be more people coming. It's just three right now. And I hope um, all these allegations is not true. I really hope it's not because, you know, Lizzo is a talented, talented performer. But at the same time, in, in terms of um, creating a, a, a safe working uh, space and in a way, the way they reported this, and I was thinking in my mind when I saw this, is like kind of form of like hazing in a sense, just the way it was reported, right? But even with that, if you're not willing to do this stuff yourself, don't ask somebody else to do it. You know, if your dancers were there and you was doing it and you basically say, hey, these are the contracts, NDA, you cannot say anything about this. This is my private life. I brought y'all here to have fun, but you no, know, y'all could say we were here having fun, but y'all can't give out the details of what we were doing. That's one thing. I get it. You know, you got an image to protect, but at the same time, don't subject your dancers to uh, stuff like that because it's not cool. It's not cool at all. So, but we all know there's going to be more details coming out. It's just, uh, you know, you just hate to see this happening, especially with uh, a female artist and somebody who's as talented as Lizzo, you know, so she is, you could say mainstream, right? She's mainstream and we'll, we'll wait and see with more uh, details coming out. I'll give my thoughts on that, but this is just my initial thought on this whole lawsuit as of right now. And, um, you know, I won't be surprised if more people come forward, you know, it's three right now. It's already a bad look. It, it could get worse or it could get better. We just don't know. All right. All right, man. So I need to talk about this, right? I got to talk about this because this was hilarious, right? I saw this online. Um, So we all know AI is coming to the forefront. Okay. AI is coming to the forefront. and you know, they had, you know, this was a Remini app thing. It was out there. You had people that used that to, you know, create their pictures. And all. I wasn't going to use it, you know, even though I could create my own picture and you know, post it. I'm not paying money for an app. No, I'm not doing that. That's not happening whatsoever, right? But I saw this on Inside Edition, how... uh there were some men out there, quite a few men out there, 
who uh, was following this woman on Instagram. I don't know if you heard about this story, um, but they were following this woman on Instagram and she, and you know, you got a, you got a lot of guys who like to be in DMs, right? They like to be in DMs, um, trying to holler at females because, you know, they, they don't know how to talk. I think now a lot of um, guys don't know how to talk to women face-to-face or they always feel rejected so they can feel like they could talk to a DM and either not get, you know, not get a respond or feel rejected. I guess they could take it better that way, more so than anything else. So they uh, they was trying to they they were trying to, <laughs> they were trying to highlight this particular female. Come to find out that uh, this female was AI generated, so it's not a real woman whatsoever. Now. In their defense, they said this is an AI-generated woman. So they basically said, hey, this is AI. This is not a real woman. But a lot of guys don't, you know, a lot of times they don't read. They just go straight out to the picture, try to holler at, you know, go straight to the DMs, trying to holler at the girl and all of that. <sighs> okay. So here's my thoughts on that. One Whatever happened to whatever happened to meeting each other naturally, right? Whether it's like it could be at a bar, it could be at a restaurant, it could be at a park while you're walking your dog, it could be at school, church. You know, what happened to those days? Now everybody wants to holler at somebody from clear across the world that you will have no way of meeting them right across the world just to you know i i'm I'm not understanding like i met my wife in college so i knew the person i was talking to was real a lot of times you don't know who you're talking to on the other line might be that person might not be that person right so to me i'm always when people you know trying to hop in somebody's dms right or you got women who putting up these pictures and they wonder why they're getting all these dms right after that and a lot of times it's not real people let's call it what it is everybody on there that it could be fake profiles and all of that so you know that's just how it is with social media and everything like that but they uh They uh, end up uh, going into the DMs. All these guys, you know, pretty much saying the same thing to them and all these things that they want to do. You know, depending on who they are, you got people who will put out the DMs for the world to see and all that. It was like, I mean, who really cares? I mean, we understand why they did it. We understand why they did it, so I'm not understanding What's the purpose of this? Um, but but you know, guys are like that. 
they don't really talk to women face to face. They do it behind us. Uh, really, you know, behind the screen, you know, that makes sense. So I got to, I got to play this. Uh, let's see. Hopefully I ain't got to. So I guess I could just read this. So I'm going to read what I was talking about, right? Because I saw this. This was too funny. All right. So apparently it was this, uh, it's too funny. I, I'm trying to keep a straight face while I'm reading this. So it says, and this is on Inside Edition, okay? Uh, the bikini-clad the creation named uh, Millis Sophia is a blonde bombshell that's social media on fire, but to the surprise of many, she isn't real. So this is what I was talking about. Um, and this is all AI creation, okay? And became the highest, highest influencer on social media. Now imagine this, right? Imagine um, somebody creating something not real to be an influencer, right? Everybody wants to be an influencer these days. I'm not understanding why. I guess, you know, there's more followers in this world than there are um, leaders, apparently. Um, so it basically says men are from men from around the world send Mila Sophia marriage proposals. Oh, and adoring messengers. Uh, <laughs> which is kind of crazy. Like you send, I don't think the people, the uh, the messages, the marriage proposals are real. I think it's just bots, pretty much. I don't think it's real. And they said that uh, some of the followers have been uh, hoodwinked. I was like, well, what do you expect? I mean, when you meet somebody online, you don't know that person is real or not. All you got to go through is the social media. If they don't have pictures of their friends or anything like that, it's just them. Sometimes you just got to be careful. Um, now, they basically, it says uh, Miller isn't trying to bamboozle anyone. This is why I was mentioning before. Her website says, I'm an AI-generated virtual influencer, but it's clear that not many are reading the fine print. That That is the point. You got to read, okay? You got to read, you got to read, you got to read. If you don't read, this is what you're going to get. Uh, Miller is part of the, now, uh, Miller is part of the latest to come out of the AI boom. Forbes magazine predicts that over the next five years, the AI market may reach a jaw dropping $407 billion in profit. So you're telling me that AI is going to basically, well, we're at a point where AI is going to be a part of every single thing, right? Now, I'm not going to say every single thing because I'm a firm believer that, you know, if you work with your hands, I think your jobs will be safe. If you don't work with your hands, I don't know. You know, this is, I think this is the reason why a lot of people are getting laid off in the tech field for this, right? A lot of uh, manufacturing companies are going to start turning to this, I think. So that basically, we all know corporate America has been working on this for years and nobody really believed it until this started happening. Now we saw you got to understand the evolution of technology will always, because, you know, you got, let's just be real. Businesses don't want to really pay people. 
They want to keep more money in their pockets. Corporate America, that's how it is. It's all about greed by the end of the day. Right? You know, while they going off living this lavish lifestyle, they, yeah, they have employees, but, you know, a lot of times they don't pay their employees a livable wage. And therefore, you know, we start seeing mismanagement. We seen companies mismanage uh, funds and everything. We saw what happened with uh, yellow trucking and everything like that. So we're starting seeing AI uh, coming in and the fact that they're influencing now, you got guys who are being hoodwinked and don't get me wrong, there's gonna be some masterminds out there thinking to themselves, hey, if this is the case, we can make money off of this. AI on, on social media, we can make money off of this. It's kind of like a contract. You better read that fine print before you sign it. You know what I mean? So I just feel like, you know, I don't feel bad for these guys who say they were hoodwinked because it clearly stated this is AI. This is an AI generated virtual influencer. That's your fault. You know, that's your fault. Read. And anything else, if you're going to talk to a woman, please just do it naturally. You know, like I said, meet them at, you know, a park, school, church. Um, bar, restaurant, you know, sporting event, who knows, right? Through uh, mutual friends. That's the way you should go. But, you know, you got a lot of people now who go online trying to find whoever. So I'm glad I grew up in the era I grew up in because I don't have to deal with any of this. All right. Okay. So, with that being said, when it comes to social media, when it comes to these women you see on social media, if you have not been following them from for years, don't trust it. Before you follow, before you follow anybody, you should read their profile to see if they're real or not. You know what I mean? Some some are set on private, some are set on public. You know, just uh just know who you're following and who you're trying to reach out to to make sure it's real. All right. That's my final take on that. All right, y'all. So uh, we're coming to the end of the episode. I just want to say thanks again for tuning in with me. Um, please let me know any suggestions y'all want me to drink on this platform. I will. Um, also, if you want to see any new reviews and everything like that on the channel, y'all let me know. Uh, continue to uh, to help support the platform by, you know, telling your friends and family about Drinking Out the Dark podcast and everything like that. Uh, until next time, y'all, I'm your boy Darius from Drinking Out the Dark podcast, and we out. Peace. Gotta get to the money. Gotta get to the money. Early morning, so you know that I'm on Get to the money, get to the money, uh-huh.